0: Welcome to Why Is with Ty and Dan.
1: This week, we discuss That 70s Spider-Man Show.
0: Welcome to Why Is with Ty and Dan, a Marvel podcast where we try to figure out just who and what is going on in this cinematic multiverse. My name is Tyler Borland, and with me this week is special guest Felicia Borland.
1: Hello, uh, I'm Felicia Borland. I'm Tyler's wife, and I am a fifth grade teacher, and I am a recent um, fan of the Marvel Universe. And I think Tyler, you got me hooked on Marvel right before the months leading up to Endgame, mm-hmm. and we watched. Um, all of the films. Mm, yeah, about two months before Endgame came out. This so is about
0: two months, and you lucked out because you were able to watch Infinity War the day before Endgame came out.
1: Yes. So I did not. I was not on this emotional roller coaster that every everyone else suffered for a year. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but on top of um loving and enjoying. Uh, the Marvel Multiverse. I also am a Harry Potter geek and nerd, and I am a little too obsessed with the DreamWorks How to Train Your Dragon series. So I've never heard of them. Uh huh. Well, um, <laughs> and that's just that's just a little bit about me. So
0: all right, so uh, we've got some questions that we always ask our guests. Um, so who is the best Spider Man? Oh. And we we have originally we had down Tobey Maguire, Tom Holland, and Andrew Garfield. However, we've we've expanded it to include animated Spider Man or oh, okay. other Spider Man. So,
1: um, I thoroughly enjoy Miles Morales. However, I am very loyal to. Uh, Tom Holland. I am a Tom Holland fan through and through, and you can't can't convince me otherwise. Um, so I personally feel that the best Spider Man um, is Tom Holland. I did grow up watching Tobey Maguire. Um, even as a small child, he didn't like. He didn't win me over. So you
0: didn't buy a twenty four year old no. chasing down school buses.
1: <laughs> no, no, I, I don't know. It was just something, something with Toby that just did not. We just, we just didn't click. We didn't hit it off. So this is um, his gift.
0: <laughs> this is his curse.
1: Yep. And then I, I watched the Andrew Garfield films. Um, Oh, I think I was in a high school when I watched those. And I mean, at that time, I was like, oh my god, he's so hot. But other than that, like, it was, it was all right. It was all right. Emma Stone was good. But ultimately, I feel like Tom Holland really actually captivates a high school student. Uh, yeah. Of Tom Holland, or of Tom Holland, of mm. Spider-Man. um, And I feel like he really captivates the nerdy, quirky, nervous character of Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. Um, And so for me, I buy it. I buy it with Tom. Um, Again, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire just look way too old. And they, I don't know, try to make it look too cool, I, I guess. I think...
0: I I think that Tobey Maguire, um, that I think that Toby Maguire is good at the man trying to live life while being a superhero. I think he does good at that. I think that Andrew Garfield does really well at being um, Spider Man, especially with the quips. Um, he brings the, the spunkiness to the role. Mm-hmm. He um, does have
1: the gadgets and the, yeah. and the tech
0: and the that. And I, I think he does he does that really well, um, despite despite the writing, um, especially in Amazing Spider-Man Two. Um, I think he yes. does it really well in that Second one.
1: Second one's better than the first. Um, Definitely. And
0: then uh, Tom Holland is Tom Holland is my um, my favorite of those three, but I like him because everything kind of comes together even though we've not we've not fully addressed we've only just covered the spider bite with him mm-hmm. um and uh, uh the stuff with uncle ben we've only just like we've barely even scraped anything off of that um i think there's more room to grow with that mm-hmm. um and what i've what i have liked about this his trilogy between homecoming far from home and what i assume no way home will be is uh is that we've really got to see spider-man in high school like him trying to be like i just want i just want to be that high schooler i just Mm -hmm. want to you know he he but he also wants to be that hero like what we see in Homecoming he wants wants to do that and then it's just a constantly pulled between the two and i th- i think they've done done a decent job of, of that in the MCU they've
1: made so. him very relatable i think for a lot of like high school students even can relate to him as well as like young adults because there is like you said there is that that kind of tear between, well, I really want to do this, but then what are my other obligations that are keeping me from doing that? And that could not always necessarily mean being a hero, but um, that kind of torn between two different, two different things that you want. The things that you want in life and the things that you feel obligated that you have to do. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, and I think there's always room. There's always room down the road for, to actually like fully flesh out stories and actually delve into the character more um, rather than try to shove everything in at the
1: same
0: same time. Uh, Okay, so uh, what is your favorite Marvel film? Mm
1: -hmm. Oh my. Okay, so immediately my gut says Guardians of the Galaxy. I am I am just such a lover of the music and the humor and you have all these different dynamic characters that are very just different from each other but they bring out so many different elements so it is such a fun movie to watch it's enjoyable I vibe with the music a lot um which is partially I think too like I like older music which is kind of like why I enjoyed um the 70s Spider-Man that we're going to talk about here in a little bit. Like, why I just enjoyed it so much is is that music, the older music. Um, so, Guardians is one of my favorites, but recently I have had a very hard tie, and that is actually Shang-Chi. Mm-hmm. So, I, I like immediately wanted to go watch it a second time and i'm not normally one to want to go back to the movie theater and watch something a second time um i have to really really connect and um really connect and find the movie impressive and captivating in order to want to watch it again and so shang chi definitely did that for me so those are kind of my my two that are that are tied right now.
0: gotcha gotcha um, what are you looking forward to most in No Way Home?
1: Oh, of course, I'm looking forward to seeing Tom Holland again. But, um, <laughs> but no, I'm really intrigued on... We see this in the trailer um, with how he's really confused with these other villains coming in and they know who he is. Like, they know the name Peter Parker, but they look at him and they're like, but you're not Peter Parker. And he's like, what the heck are you talking about? So I'm really interested in, like, seeing the multiverse come, like, full-fledged into this movie. I am hoping, I think as much as everyone else is, that we get um, Toby and Andrew in with with these. But I I am really looking forward to these new villains and seeing them with the Tom Holland Spider-Man because these are these villains we have only seen with prior prior Spideys. So, that's what I'm looking for. I'm
0: really to the excited most. to seeing uh Green Goblin. Back. Oh, and I
1: love that actor. Uh, I love yes. that actor. I can't think of his name right now, but why yes. am
0: I blanking? Willem Dafoe. Yes, yes he's I'm,
1: fantastic.
0: Yeah. I'm really excited. And uh, we should all be excited just as much as Jamie Foxx is because he's not blue, as is like the main thing he said in almost every interview he's had. Uh, (laughs) I watched one um, (laughs) where he was being interviewed by a European, uh, I believe it was a a German uh, uh, media um, conglomerate, and um, he... Uh, It was him, Alfred Molina, who plays Doc Ock, and Willem Dafoe, who plays Green Goblin. And they're all talking. And, like, Willem Dafoe and Doc Ock are, like, going into these deep, uh, like, dramatic, you know, uh, talks and uh, tear parts of their character. And then Jamie Foxx is like, I'm excited to not be blue. I'm just happy I'm not blue. Hey, guess what? We got some growth from Amazing Spider-Man 2. I'm not blue, and it, it just... So you're going to have to yeah. refresh
1: my memory here. Has he been blue He was the Electro.
0: He was the Electro in Amazing Spider-Man 2. Okay. He was the guy go- who's, who was singing happy birthday to himself, and then he fell into a vat of eels.
1: I have no recollection of this, but okay. I'll oh, take your word we'll, for it. we will
0: have to watch Amazing <laughs> Spider-Man 2 again, because that's a time. Um, okay, so... <coughs> yeah, um... Looking forward to most of No Way Home. Um... We're we're nearly there. I'm I'm just I'm just ready, I'm ready to, to I'm ready to see it. Oh, okay. No, honestly, what I'm looking forward to most in No Way Home is one word: yummy.
1: Oh my gosh! You want yes, venom.
0: I want Venom, and I just give me a post-credit scene with Venom in this. And, oh yeah. yes,
1: because of the end-credit scene. Because of the end-credit uh, scene, scene with Let it's There Be Carnage,
0: back. exactly. So, okay. I
1: forgot about that. Now you have me excited. <laughs> I asked my fifth graders today, I was like, who's going to see it this weekend? Who's going to see No Way Home? And I had a couple of my boys who were really excited about it. So,
0: ain't no one going because I bought out all the tickets. Anyways. Uh, spoiler alert, from this point on, we will discuss the 1977 TV film The Amazing Spider-Man and possible spoilers for future productions. We do not claim to have knowledge of said future spoilers, but will gladly take full credit if such come true.
1: Um, we will not address leaks, but if our speculations align, it is purely coincidence.
0: All right, so now we present to you. A full analysis of the Amazing Spider-Man 1977 in all of its glorious 480p resolution. All right, so how did how the heck did we come upon this? Well, Tyler was searching for Spider-Man things to talk about um, to do an episode on while Danny was vacationing away in Hawaii. What a jerk! <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, so I, I heard he's trying to do an Inhumans reboot and that's why he's, he's out there. Yeah. You have no idea what I'm talking about, but people who have listened to the episode before this will understand the reference I'm making. At
1: first, I, my brain thought you said an Inhumane reboot and I got concerned just for a second.
0: (laughs) Well, there was a big dog. Okay. (laughs) Um, so general thoughts, um, So, number one, we just need to let everybody know, this was a made-for-TV film um, in 1977 that actually got a theatrical release in the UK. Um, Yeah, yeah. So, technically, technically, this is the first Spider-Man film to ever be on the big screen. So, Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man, I'm sorry... You can go sit. You can go sit down in your bedroom and stare at that suitcase again and cry. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so, <laughs> anyways, oh, we didn't get the favorite, the best line. You'll get your rent when you fix this damn door.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> we, we didn't yeah, get that one in this. We didn't line.
0: get that in this. But anyways, uh, so. My general thoughts, this is a case example of a 70s made-for-TV film. Um, I can very well imagine growing up and watching this at my great-grandma's house at, like, 11 p.m. Of course, like, watching it and then falling asleep, like, halfway through, and then my dad waking me up and saying, like, Tyler, you're staying up too late. You need to go to bed. And then I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Because that's what I sounded like in fourth grade. (laughs) There was a
1: point that I dozed off for about five minutes, and then I woke up and I didn't really miss a whole lot, so...
0: No, no. Um, it was refreshing to have a superhero film that was grounded in reality, but ultimately doesn't take itself too seriously, nor try to set up a massive universe. Um, Despite this originally being a two-part setup for a television show, it feels like a very contained tale. Uh, I think this film captures the cheese and camp of the comics perfectly is fully self-aware of the absurdity of a man dressing up to run around New York City and climb walls, but knows to not play those bits for laughs and just let the audience absorb them, and rather just tell the story. Um, There are points where the storytelling is muffled, and that's when it gets lost in spectacle. Um, But outside of showing off Spidey's powers, it's not that bad of a watch. Ironically, the spectacle of Spider-Man is where this film is most boring. And I think that's from the technical limitations yeah. of of that time. Um, and I, I, I will say, though, like looking at the YouTube comments, because we watch this on YouTube. Um, I'm not going to leave a link or tell you where you can find it. But pretty much anyone can look on YouTube, The Amazing Spider-Man 1977, and you will find this film in glorious 480p maybe even 720 if you're lucky
1: you get to Um, watch the whole hour and a half
0: yeah um so so yeah what what are your general thoughts
1: my thoughts were i mean right from the beginning i was like oh my gosh like this this takes me back because i i 70s oh when you when you grew up in the 70s 70s. well here's the thing though i love that 70s show i love anything that's kind of old school um I grew I grew up watching um like The Dukes of Hazard. We watched a lot of I Love Lucy, Andy Griffith. So I like the older the older um shows and movies. Um and so immediately the I mean the costumes and the get up and the cars and the aesthetic and the music, like I was fully in it. I love all of the like how all the boys had the same Haircut. There was at one point where I wasn't sure when they were in the lab which one of them was the Peter was Parker, Peter character, Parker? Yeah. character because they looked identical. They were both in lab coats and they had the exact same like bowl haircut. Um, but it was the resolution. I, I that was one of one of my like. Um, my disappointments at one point there were a couple times where I was like, what does that sign even say? The letters are so fuzzy. I can't even read it. And it wasn't mm-hmm. until they, um, they zoomed in that I couldn't even, I couldn't even read the letters. Um, overall, I enjoyed, I enjoyed the film. I think that it definitely had a good beginning, a middle and an end. Like you said, there were some points I think that I even stopped and asked you and I'm like, why what is going on why are they doing this and there was just the moments oh, it, where it's was, when
0: it's when spidey was climbing on the wall and like he was a peeking tom yeah it was yeah
1: and it was very obvious that there were some oh those moments of some of those green screens were horrific i mean they hurt to watch but again given that it was the 70s i mean the special effects really weren't that terrible other than there, there were some points moments. where
0: there were some points where his crawling was less believable than
1: the effects than the
0: effect yes yeah
1: it was like, like it
0: was hit the way that he moved his body was less believable
1: yeah it was like okay let's have you obviously the photo of the buildings is on the ground um, in the filming studio, and we're gonna have you crawl all over it, and we're gonna make it look like you're crawling up and down, um, up and down this building.
0: I think but there were quite a few where he was actually suspended, like he there was were. in a harness. A lot of yeah. them,
1: he was suspended in a harness, and you could tell his feet were not making contact with the building. Yeah, so it was like, oh, I'm slippity, slidey Spider-Man. Like, it just, just. Sliding everywhere. But there were the moments where he was crawling around. The, the crawling was not believable. Any of it. None of it was. Um, because we got, like, full butt. It was just bent over.
0: It was a bear, it was a bear just, crawl. Oh, it was a bear yeah. crawl. And
1: it was, like, literally you were bent over and trying to crawl around. And it, I think I yelled at one point, bend your knees. like just yes. Like, you have to bend over some because, like, Otherwise, you are just straight bending over and we're getting all package and all in spandex. And if it was higher resolution, we would have seen a lot more than what we wanted to. So <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but overall, though, I, I loved the storyline. Um, it was it was very cheesy. It was very campy. It was very 70s. And, and I, I enjoyed it.
0: All right. So let's let's go ahead and dig in. Um, let's talk about the Spidey origins of this one because they are different than what our other Spidey origins are. Like, yeah. uh, so Toby um, is he's at Oscorp and he's taking pictures of uh, Mary Jane when a spider escapes um, from from a project and like needles down mm-hmm. and or a needle's web and bites him. Um, on the hand. Um, And then we, with Andrew Garfield, he is once again at Oscorp when he's not supposed to be. And he uh, gets bit by a spider. Um, I don't remember that film too much, The Amazing Mm -mm. Spider-Man, because it was really boring. Um,
1: It's been too long since I've seen it.
0: You've not missed out. Um, (laughs) So anyways... Uh yeah, so essentially it's it's very close to the same thing that happens to Toby, um and then uh what's what's his name Tom Holland, is bit by a spider we don't know when or where, um because we have no mention of it until uh, Spider Man Homecoming and it's just him him talking to Ned mm-hmm. like oh, I got bit by the spider and yeah, um and as we know from all of the Uh, trailers for No Way Home, he's gonna have some type of mention of it when he's talking when he's talking, uh, to uh, MJ. Uh, so, so anyways, this Spidey origin, he is a college grad student um, working in a lab, um, not Oscorp, it's just, just a lab. I don't
1: even know that we know the name of it. Yeah, I don't
0: think so either. Um, in which he never he never enters or exits the the lab through the front door. It's always the back door mm-hmm. that he <laughs> that he does that in. And we don't um, find
1: out till about a third of the way into the movie that he's an actual grad. That he's student. a grad student.
0: Yes. So yeah, and it's when he's wor- working um, at this lab that he's handling. He's actually handling like radioactive material, which it's the seventies, but mm-hmm. also like. Why would they have a grad, a grad student who is doing this lab work for an apprenticeship? Why would they have them handling radioactive waste or radioactive material? I don't know. But anyways, um, there a spider gets into um, the the radioactive waste, and then uh, eventually it bites Peter on the hand. Um, I also
1: love while they're handling the radioactive. Um, liquid that they um, we have no eye protection. Yeah, <laughs> we're just gonna no. wear a lab coat yeah. and um, have the have the liquid inside a container where we're gonna use robotic machinery to move the liquid around. We're on the outside of the container, but like still. Well, and they, there's no protection and, whatsoever. And they
0: say in their dialogue that if the liquid spills, the whole place is going to blow up.
1: And they make a joke, too, that if um, if you're in this room, you might as well plan on not having kids. Yeah. And I'm like, OK, well, it's obviously that hazardous. That <laughs> right. We're just going to be in a lab coat.
0: <laughs> um, so. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, so Peter gets bit by the spider and then he exits the back door. Of, of this place and his first encounter with his powers is uh, there is someone who is under the mind control of the antagonist mm-hmm. and uh, in this vehicle, the person driving the vehicle has no idea that they are driving the vehicle and they're driving it into a dead end um, and they crash the car and to escape, escape that, Peter climbs up a wall um in a very in a very very rough rough shot of him nice. climbing climbing up the wall all the while and you noted this uh while watching this last night he keeps his camera perfectly slung on his shoulder
1: yep yeah perfectly and i and i told i told you too i was like man he kept that camera on his shoulder the whole time climbing up there you should see me struggle to keep let alone a purse on my shoulder, walking to and from the car, you know, mm-hmm. let alone a camera climbing all the way up a up a uh, cement wall. Climbing,
0: yeah, climbing up a wall. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, and then and then he returns because he is working for the Daily Bugle. Um, he is already working for the Daily Bugle, and he's trying to get his forty six dollars. Because he he,
1: very adamant about he needs to
0: buy he needs to like buy something pay for something that was shipped in the mail to him that yeah, I some don't
1: type of like a compressor some ta- oh a transponder
0: yeah. it was yeah it was some type of Luke Skywalker BS um,
1: some fancy Nancy machinery for the lab that
0: it wasn't for the lab it was for his tech stuff at home that's how he, that's the, it's the stuff that he uses to find. The antagonist later on oh, in the story well that
1: was real clear. Okay. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, <laughs> but the whole time he just keeps badgering J.J. Uh, J J J, J., uh, J. Jonah Jameson um, in this film. He keeps badgering him about forty six dollars just over and over and over again. So when uh, when Peter after Peter climbs up this wall and the car crashes, the person that was in the car is under mind control and. They, uh, they wake, they, did they wake up or they passed, they passed out? I think they were passed out.
1: They were passed out, remember, because yeah. he was supposedly, um, the wheel had crashed, or during the crash and, and the collision that's with the wall. That's
0: a different, crash. That's
1: a different crash? That's a
0: different crash, yeah. That's the second crash.
1: And maybe the first time they, the person died,
0: uh, and he was there taking have died, photos and then he the was newspaper. there taking photos of the dead person in the car. Mm-hmm. And then the cop shows up. This cop, Captain oh, Barbera, played by Michael Pataki. Pataki, I don't know how you say his 100% name, but this guy, 70s, this amazing. guy is the he is the one hundred percent MVP of this whole movie. He's fantastic. I he makes me want to watch the entire series. The, there, this show ran for two years uh 77 and 78 and they have two more made for tv films that were made spider-man strikes back and spider-man uh something with the dragon dragon's curse or spider-man the dragon's and the curse of the dragon it's something Mm -hmm. um but yeah, it like just because I can maybe get more of the like interaction with this guy and Spider Man. Th- this guy was hilarious. But the uh, level
1: of sarcasm, yes. He brings and the whole time
0: wonderful. doing doing that with a cigar hanging out of his mouth.
1: Oh yeah,
0: and, and he never smoked the cigar. Oh, it never smoked. He was There's always chewing on it.
1: It's like he just suck sucks on it. the Yeah, whole
0: time. he's just, yeah, and I don't understand why it got <laughs> smaller throughout the film.
1: He eventually throws it away on his desk.
0: Yeah. But, but, yeah, he's he's just like, yeah, I'm the boss. I'm smoking a cigar. I, I got sarcasm <laughs> for a days. He's guy. Yeah. He
1: will let you know it.
0: And uh, so, anyways, uh, so Peter climbs back down the wall. He's taking pictures of this dead guy in this uh, vehicle. Um, before Peter got down the wall, uh, two henchmen ran up to the car and stole money. Out of the car, twenty thousand dollars, I think, and then they drove off with it. Well, uh, Captain Barbera comes up to Peter, and then he's like, "Hey, where's the money?" And then Peter's like, "Well, I don't know. I was here. I just avoided, it, and I kept my eyes closed whenever, whenever. Yeah, I didn't whenever, see anything. Yeah, I I didn't see anything. yeah, and it's he just immediately implicates himself in, as as a suspect in this case, and it's. It's very, it's very much laughable. I, uh, I yeah. do feel
1: like I have to say, for clarification of the listeners, um, the reason that the henchmen come and they take the, the like twenty thousand dollars is because the people, the people who are under mind control are being put under mind control. They go rob a bank, then they put the money in the car, and then they go crash the car, which is supposed to kill them. And then the henchmen come and steal the money that work for the
0: antagonist. So. It's, it's actually a wealth. I like mean, yeah. it's it's thought out. I will say that. Like, yeah, we're
1: gonna put uh, the plot's some, thought out. Some person under mind control. You're gonna go do our dirty work, and then you're gonna die, and then we're gonna take the money. And then by the time the police show up, they don't really know what's going on. So which I did, I did want to clear. Which
0: that. makes me like it. This Spider-Man is grounded, which it, meaning like they didn't bring in. Any of the regular uh, cast of villains. They didn't bring in Green Goblin. There was no Venom. Mm-hmm. There was no uh, Doc Ock. No Lizard. No Scorpion. Um, and kind
1: of origin Spider-Man kind of it how was, that all got started.
0: Yeah, and so like this this Spider-Man, they wanted for this film uh, the lead actor um, for Peter Parker and Michael Hammond. And the director of this film, they basically, the director wanted Hammond to be uh, Peter Parker. And Hammond said, I will not do it if Spider-Man is not grounded in reality, which is crazy because the very essence of spider-man is that he got bit by a radioactive spider that gives him superpowers Mm
1: -hmm. other than that but
0: other than that (laughs) yeah other than i just want to have this whole film about me yeah so anyways i i think it works as like the premise of that works as your first like your first intro Mm-hmm. But I don't like after that I think that you need you need to raise the stakes because if you don't raise the stakes your story's not.
1: And that's I think necessarily where the, the, the follow up movies come in. You think so? I mean, that's what I would assume anyway. Because I Spider-Man
0: those. Strikes Back um Spider-Man Strikes Back has an even crazier um plot. Um However, out of re- we were going to cover that one initially. That one however, that? However, um, out of respect for the, uh, for the victims and the families and, and friends of the victims of uh, the 9/11 attacks on the Twin Towers, um, we did not we decided to not cover that film as, it, as the uh, climax of that film heavily involves um, explosives and the Twin towers. Mm-hmm. So, um, and that, that film came out in 1978. Um, so uh, so back to 77's um, The Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, we had talked about him being a ground like a grounded Spider Man, which let's in saying that, what do you think about the believability of a grounded Spider Man? Which is basically he is a Spider Man. I mean <laughs> The pre- I mean, the premise works where he's yes. just one guy that, you know, that does this. But
1: some of the, f- the funniest moments were he's at the newspaper and they're like, listen, your photos are crap. Get us better things. And he goes, well, I got a picture of this spider. He hears him talking about Spider-Man in the office. He's like, well, everybody's talking about this Spider-Man and I can get pictures of him. And they're like, "Oh, really? You you just happen to have him?" He's like, "Yeah, I just happen to see him crawling around some buildings, and 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 I could get I can get some um, some photos of him." I'm I'm seeing this scene play out the next scene in my head. Um, and they're like, "Well, how ironic? Well, why don't you go get those for us?" So then he goes home. And this is when he makes his first costume. So he goes home and he makes his costume and then he literally poses for his photos in the alleyway with his camera on a tripod so he can take him back to the newspaper <laughs> (laughs) And I'm like, yes. so bad. This is a kid who literally got (laughs) bit by a spider. And it's like, man, I got some cool crap going on. And I'm going to make the front page of the paper. And (laughs) Oh, yeah. yeah, I got
0: a tripod.
1: (laughs) And so, yeah, the believability is there. Because it's like, his intent is not to be some crazy hero. Because his hero moments happen to kind of be... His first hero moments are... Just kind of spontaneous. He happens to be in the right place at the right time. And then he starts to realize, hey, I can start to use these in a positive way. And it wasn't like, oh, look at me. Look, I've got power. So let me go out and look for it.
0: Kind of like in The Amazing Spider-Man 2012 when uh, one Andrew Garfield runs. Swings around New York City and just tackles every long-haired guy <laughs> in the streets and looks to see if they have a tattoo on their. I do not
1: remember this. You don't remember <laughs> no. this. I don't. He does. Listen, he you literally. I remember. Like, I was in high school, and all the only reason I was watching those films is because I thought Andrew Garfield was cute. So, um, no, the plot I do not remember. So. There it
0: is. Poor guy. Alive. Poor guy. I saw I saw a uh, wire, you know, like a wired like like that celebrities answer wired questions yeah. off of Google or whatever. And poor guy had to answer the, the question, is Andrew Garfield in No Way Home? And I'm just like, poor guy can't even do a wired interview without having to answer this question. Like Mm -hmm. it's not a live person asking the question. Yeah. It's just one of the top questions that
1: we've Googled about you.
0: Yeah. So, uh, so anyways, um, yeah, yeah. This Peter Parker, like it is a genuine performance from Hammond. Mm -hmm. I will say, I will say that like it's a genuine, genuine performance. Um, And I think like a lot of any issue, like a lot of the issues I had with the dialogue were just because they were set in the seventies, and it was oh gee oh shucks like Mm -hmm. darn golly you beat me to that. Um, It was
1: definitely old school TV. Yeah,
0: and so so yeah, I think that that's those were my only issues there. Um, Yeah, he just this Peter Parker just seems like he's. He's just a grad student trying to make things work out for himself.
1: And he's so polite. He's he such is. A gentleman. He is so he's polite. So, yes. He's like almost, almost overly polite where it's like, dude, are you going to like say one mean thing to this really sarcastic, like chief of police? Because he's like in his face and he's like, you're meaning to tell me that you were here when this car accident happened, and you just happened to have your eyes closed the whole time, and the money disappeared, and you didn't see a thing. And he's like, yeah, that's what I'm saying, sir. I know that it sounds funny, and I know that I probably seem like a suspect, but I'm just here taking my pictures for the newspaper. Like, it's just so polite. <laughs> but I love it, though, because I want, it's, I want, it's
0: so 70s. I want a, I want a Disney Plus, like, 10-episode Rehashing of this Spider-Man and John Mulaney is oh, Spider-Man. Yes, he give would. Me
1: John, give me yes, all the John he would,
0: Mulaney. He please. would. Uh, he would. He would pull it off so yes, so well. He would. Um, so okay. So you Let's mentioned
1: get an SNL skit. Um, yeah,
0: you, men- you mentioned you mentioned Jay Jonah Jameson, who is totally different in in this lot He's not totally different, but he's mu- he's much more mellowed down from uh jk simmons um in his uh raimi film portrayal um yeah his his j jonah jameson is just very like look this guy this guy is a creep that like spider-man is a creep he's a guy who something's wrong with him because he's running around in a costume and he's climbing walls like we need to find this guy and make sure that doctors take care of him. Like, he genuinely seems to care for the well-being of the people and the well-being of Spider-Man. Yeah. Um. But he's also just very, like, no-nonsense with, you know, with, with Peter mm-hmm. and with his other uh, reporters. Um. As for the other characters, I have aunt may written down because she makes an appearance in like two scenes and in both scenes she seems like she's in a totally different movie like i don't know what movie she was in but she she seems lost and she she, like she seems like she is not supposed to be in this film and this actor lost their way off of whatever set they were supposed to be (laughs) acting on and then she just wandered on to the amazing Spider-Man 1977 film set and just delivered lines and then went away and then just showed back up again after lunch.
1: She makes me feel like Aunt May needs to be put in a home. Like, it's, she's... It's, <laughs>
0: it's questionable. She's a, yeah. little,
1: a little too spacey and she just, she's very, very... I've got... I've got old woman great grandma vibes from the character and, of like, Aunt May.
0: Peter does not seem to care one iota about her. No. Like he We it's, see her
1: twice. It's
0: like they're it's like they're distant roommates. Yeah. It's like they're roommates where one roommate works the night shift and one roommate works during the day, so they hardly ever see or interact mm-hmm. with each other. And yeah, and that's just exactly like Aunt May's just like voicing everything that comes to her head. And Peter's just like, "Uh uh-huh, okay, bye. I gotta go to the lab. Yeah. Gotta go take pictures.
1: There's a scene where she like hollers up to him from the base of the stairs and she tells him like three different things where, you know, like how grandmas are. will like they'll say something and then you don't reply within an adequate amount of time. And they're like, did you hear me? And you're like, he's like, yes, Aunt May. And then she goes to walk off and she comes back and she says something else. She's like, Peter. Did you hear it? Yes, Aunt May. And it's like, he's like very bothered by her. And he doesn't really like, there's not a whole lot of, I don't know. There wasn't really much relationship there.
0: There wasn't, no. And there is an Uncle Ben
1: they do not this even one. They don't even him. mention
0: Uncle Ben. Like, people want to say that the MCU has shafted Uncle Ben in in that universe. Like... This, this film just completely is like we're not even going to acknowledge He's his existence. Yeah, uh, for all we know, Aunt May never married, and who
1: knows? Yeah, maybe she killed him. Um, <laughs> JK, just I was, kidding. <laughs> I was like,
0: I'm just gonna be moving on. But anyways, um, so uh, I do want to talk about while we're still at the at Aunt May's house. Um here. I want to talk about how like when Peter comes home from the spider from getting bit by the spider, it's like same day with the spider bite, and the first time that he meets Captain Barbera, he uh he walks up to his room, gets home, walks up to his room. He lives in a two-story house, and this house is like huge. Mm -hmm. This house is huge. It's it yeah. Um so, anyways, in the middle of New York City. And he falls asleep in the middle of the day, okay? Goes
1: home, takes
0: a nap. Wakes, wakes up, (laughs) wakes up, and just decides, like, no dialogue or anything. And we get, quote, flashbacks, which are just basically scenes that have no further editing. Like, nothing done in post to them to make them seem like a flashback. And they just they just flash. It's like a cigarette burn, like on the old old school mm-hmm. film reels. It's like cigarette burns is how long they're up, they're on screen for, and they're just like flashes. And he's literally sequentially remembering the day's events that led him to the point of where he got bit um, by the spider, and then he just decides that he's going to climb he decides to climb all over the house. Like, literally, it is the green screen. It is the... I laughed so much at this because, it like... look
1: looked like he ugh. was a child. Like, at one point, it was the green screen where he was, like, going down the spindles of, like, the roof of the porch, mm-hmm. down the spindle to, like, the bottom of the porch. And it's on the green screen, and it's very obvious. But, like, how he's crawling... And how his butt is moving. It reminded me of a child who would be on the floor trying to pretend like they're a cat.
0: Yeah, he is. And it should it, also be noted, he's doing this in bell bottom jeans.
1: Oh, and those pants were so tight. Yeah. Let's be real. I mean, it didn't have. it. Even with the re- resolution being bad, it was obvious that the pants were tight. And so, yeah, here he is, hands and knees, green screen. Supposedly crawling all <laughs> over the shutters and the siding, and it,
0: it's the middle of the day. Oh. He's not in a suit,
1: and they're in town, and
0: they're in the middle of town, and he's just climbing all over this house. It is so, it's just the thought of it, mm-hmm. and like no cars go by. Mm-hmm. It, I don't understand that.
1: And also, what I love too is the fact that. When he is going down the spindle, so like they have the porch roof that kind of sticks out, and then he's going straight down towards the ground. But the but the bowl cut hair <laughs> stays the same. Yeah, there's no motion that he is facing down towards the ground, crawling down a spindle from the top of the roof of the porch. That was to also one of his of spider house. powers. Yes, and so because he's obviously crawling flat on the ground in the film studio with you know on top of a green screen, so the motion with his clothing and his hair, like oh, that that was rough. That was that, ri- was, that was probably yeah. the roughest part.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was really bad. Like, <clears throat> I think the best the best uh, time that it's ever been done, like with. Peter Parker discovering his powers, I think is when it's done in Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire.
1: Mm-hmm. I will do that. Yeah, him
0: like jumping across the, um, jumping across the the rooftops in New York. Fly! Like, yeah, fly, web, fly. Uh, yeah, I don't understand like why this Peter decides to wake up, he climbs all over his house in the middle of the day, even though he has a whole city of skyscrapers, to climb on. And much higher buildings. He could have easily got out of his neighborhood. So people didn't identify him. I don't know how. Because <laughs> he even runs through the city. And just randomly decide. He just. Okay. After he climbs all over his house. He decides he's going to go out in the city. And climb random buildings. In the middle mm-hmm. of the day. In like parking lots. And he just starts climbing the wall. And then people are like. Oh. Oh. There's a guy's climbing on the wall. Oh, it's a guy climbing on the wall. What are we doing? Suited. And he's not suited. And he's just yeah. And then this this guy's getting robbed. And, and the
1: woman, the man this woman, is the, yeah,
0: the, took off purse. with the purse. So this woman got robbed, and uh, the guy, like, how Spider Man stops this robbery is not by him going over and like disarming the 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 uh the robber he he didn't fight crime he literally like the guy that stole the purse just stood with his mouth open watching peter climb up this building and just let the cops arrest him what i (laughs) love is that
1: he was way up there and he saw what happened and he got his spidey senses which by the way is like a bell like we're training it's like a like, school Cap bell, dog. yes. And so we hear this bell, and it's like ding, 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 ding. It's Spidey senses something's going on, and this robber runs through the alleyway because he's back there practicing his Spidey stuff in full daylight, and doesn't think anyone's going to see him. And he's up on the wall, and again facing towards the ground. His butt is up in the air, and his head is towards the ground. Haircut doesn't change. And he's yelling, hey, stop.
0: <laughs> I forgot about and that And the yell. guy just
1: turns and looks at him. And that's when the like robber freezes. And then the police show up and like handle the situation. And while the police are handling the situation, he kind of sneaks off. He sneaks down and sneaks off. And he's like, oh, my gosh. And there's people around. They're like, did you see that guy? I saw that guy. And that's how the word starts to get about. Did you see that guy climbing on the walls? And I just thought it was funny because he just freezes on the wall. He doesn't even try to come down to get the robber. Yeah. He just hollers at him. He just, hey, hey." stop. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You stop that.
1: Shame on you, (laughs) sir. I'm Peter Parker and I'm a gentleman and you need to stop that.
0: And my morals are going to hold you accountable. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. So uh, he's fighting crime in a different way. Uh in a yeah. gentleman's way. In a gentleman's way. Um so yeah, this film doesn't have uh like we said, there's a Captain Barbera. I don't know if he's in the comics. Um but I think
1: Captain Barbosa every time we
0: see <laughs> We don't get a Captain Stacy. Um there is no Gwen Stacy mm-hmm. or Mary Jane Watson. No Instead, love
1: interest at all.
0: It's well, it's kind of a semi love interest. Um because
1: I take it more as he was just helping the girl out.
0: Peter Peter kind of crushes on her. I think he like crushes on her like mm-hmm. in the sense of an eighth grader crushing on it on an an eighth grade girl mm-hmm. and them just not understanding how to talk to girls. Um
1: I think it all started out with like good intent and then they kinda yeah. like we're hanging out because the The whole mind control incident included the girl's father and so he was trying to help out and so they were spending time together. They were trying to figure out what was going on. And then towards the <laughs> towards the end, I love when they were in the car and he was trying to talk to her about what was going on and was like trying to be sweet um, but like in an innocent way it wasn't like he was you know really hardcore flirting with her. and it's not
0: like he was like, I cried when I watched you in the play in first grade.
1: Girl, can I get your number? Can I get it? (laughs) Um, But she just kind of like cuts him off and interrupts him. And she's like, Peter, I'm not feeling so well. I need to go home. And she just like cuts him off. And he's like, well, will I see you again? And she just pauses. She's like, sure. Sure. I'm like, wow. She's way disinterested. She doesn't like you. Yeah, and then it she was just, just so drives funny. away. Oh, it was hilarious. Oh,
0: because <laughs> this, this, he just. Will I see you again? And he's just so like, just so polite, so and dapper. Then, yeah, and then she's like, sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, which
1: means screw off, get out of my car. Yeah,
0: yeah, and <laughs> the the climax of this of this film like okay so peter eventually goes along and he he he's trying to figure out where this guy where the guy is that's uh using the mind control over these people and peter is like his way of figuring that out is to climb up and down random buildings in new york city and look into people in the into the windows of people's apartments (laughs) <laughs> and it is Go just so—it's so, oh just so creepy because <laughs> the we literally get a whole scene, and I think this is where you fell asleep. But it's where he—he's climb—he climbs up, looking inside every single window, and he climbs up, and then uh, he gets to the very top of the building. He wanders around on the top of the building for a little bit, and then he decides to climb back down, looking in every window as he goes back down. And also, as he's going back down, he decides to stop and look up at us. Like the camera angle is Spider-Man's going down the building, and the camera angle is like from the rooftop looking down the side of the building. So you can
1: see like the cars. So you below. can
0: see the cars below in the street below Spider-Man, and like we have a full booty view. Is Booty Cam booty of uh of Spider Man, and he at one point decides to look at us from between his own legs. Yes, and just it was like twice that he does that, and I'm like, what is what is he doing? Why are you looking up? Because, he like, was
1: plumb bent over, like
0: just bear like, crawling. It was a yeah. V,
1: like legs, butt, and legs were a V shape bent over looking up at us which we are at the top of the building looking down at the cars below and you just literally yeah that's i think that's when i yell, bend your knees yeah You've gotta bend your knees
0: so so yeah um. he, de- he does that and then and then he fights just random random um. guys that like martial artists that yeah,
1: they were like the security for the for the. Because eventually he antagonist. finds
0: the he finds the place where the antagonist is hiding.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and these three martial arts guys just pop they out randomly of nowhere. Show up
0: and they try to have, a, they try to have a uh, Netflix Daredevil hallway scene where where it's just like super tight quarters and our hero has to. Fight their mm-hmm. way through every single person, and instead, it's it's just comical. The
1: choreography you can see, you can see the pauses in the choreography where you they're can, trying. You can to see, see the state, setups and the you, tells. Doing stage yes, fighting. like you yeah, can tell that. Yeah, you can that.
0: you can tell it's yeah, it's all staged. Um, yeah, yeah. So they go through that, and then Spider Man finally gets to use his web, hmm. which is a rope that. <laughs> That he we get this up close camera shot of his uh of his hand going out to shoot the web, and then but we uh, never
1: see it leave. But we rest. never
0: see the web leave, and then we look away, we get a camera shot away in the direction of where he flung his web, mm-hmm. and which is just this rope sent out in it that it like wraps itself. Around stuff. And I don't know if like he. At- and then like Spider-Man leaps off the top of this building and. Sweeps down, like swings down from his rope web down onto another like a balcony another of line. another building. And I don't know if he actually did that. If the stunt person actually.
1: It looks. Did it that one. It looked legit. Yeah. Like they actually had. um I'm sure he was in some type of a harness, but it actually looked like it was shot. On the street, and they had a guy
0: actually swing, actually swing across. from the roof yeah. of
1: a building. Uh, so again, for the seventies, the the shots really weren't that bad. The there were only a few moments that I was like, "This is obviously a green screen." Yeah. Um, but other than that, um, when we did get the web shots of it was an obvious rope, we only got this. We only got to see the web shoot out twice, and if you notice. It's the same shot. It's the same shot. So they shot it once and then they reuse the shot later on. And again, you never see it come out of his hand. He throws his hand up. Then the scene cuts and then we move towards where the rope is going and you see the rope come out of the corner of the screen and then it wraps around where he's going and then mm-hmm. the scene cuts again and then the stunt double then swings off. So it's very chop, chop, chop. It's obvious it was three different sets of filming. They put it together because at that point in time, they just didn't have... Yeah. Didn't have those types well, of Well, and they
0: also, when they when they shot, like they shot the action scenes... At the same time that they were filming the Peter Parker stuff Mm. because he it wasn't it wasn't Peter Parker like the actor for Peter Parker. It wasn't him in the Spidey suit. Right. So they would actually film to because to keep this show, you know, weekly show uh, going along with production, um, they would film both of the like their scenes. At the same time. They I mean different locations sometimes. Places. But yeah, yeah, they would film those the film those scenes um
1: like yeah, that. It's crunch time. Yeah. You gotta get um, your
0: new show out. So so yeah, it, it kinda comes to a res like the resolution is just very very abrupt. Mm-hmm. Um, and we see less of the cigar from Captain Bar- uh, Barbera.
1: You were so disappointed about. I that. was so
0: disappointed because i I kept trying to take, I kept trying to take photos of the TV of when he was smoking the cigar because I wanted to send them to Danny, and I couldn't get a good one. Eventually, I sent one to him, and I was like, "This is my hero," but I couldn't get a get a good picture. Um. But yeah, so so uh, what about that score? I think loved it's it. it's very retro, very funky. It's oh, very seventies. Yeah.
1: Very funky, yeah. I um,
0: loved it. And then post-credit scene. Um, Marvel hadn't created the post-credit scene yet, so <laughs> we didn't get one.
1: Nope. Um, just, in, just in credits.
0: Yeah, yeah, just just in credits. Um, so yeah, uh, let's move on to our why is awards. Um, so MVP.
1: I felt that the MVP was the actor who played Peter Parker. Michael Hammond? Yes, because I just, he, I just really liked that he was just so nice. Like it was, I don't know, and this may be me being old school, but it was just nice to see an all around, like, good character. And I think that's just kind of with current times. It's sometimes we just can see a lot of, I don't know. Selfish, Ru- rude people. Yeah, yeah. And so it was just really nice to see. Like he was just—he's such a chill, very polite. Like you said, dapper, dapper gentleman. So, um, he's so yeah. a
0: swell kind of guy. He was. Uh My MVP goes to uh Captain Barbera. I love the camp. I love the cigar. Give <laughs> me more. Um, okay. that's an that's enough said. Yeah. yeah, he was. He he honestly felt a lot more like the J. Jonah Jameson that we know now, you know, with J.K. Simmons mm-hmm. um, than any than anything. Which also, by the way, I do need to say, we got more of J. Jonah Jameson in 1977 than we did in The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Because all we got was an email. You go ahead so and- my favorite scene was the second building fight with the three <laughs> martial artists. Spider-Man returns to uh, the top of the building where he found the antagonist lair Um, and to let the martial artist, like for the martial artists to let Spider-Man know of their presence. They bang their sticks on the top of the roof, like things that are on things that are on top of the roof. And it is, it's so poorly shot because it's so poorly framed. Because all we see is a stick come out of nowhere. We don't see the person, and it's just like we get half of a stick, and then we see like a fourth of a stick, and then we see the tip of a stick like come out. It's not. It's not. It's not framed well at all. But it's just. It's just. Oh they're back. (laughs) They're back for more. And that was my, that was my favorite scene (laughs) because I just like the, the thing about this film is like the, my favorite stuff was not when they were trying to be, they didn't try to be serious with it, you know? Mm -hmm. Cause I mean, like you think about it, a guy that can climb walls who dresses up so he can climb walls and shoot web out of his hands. Like, that's preposterous. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know, by the time that we get that in the MCU, heroes have are superheroes have already become a no- something normal. You know, they've been normalized in that time. But like, yeah, it, it's just it's just crazy. Um, and he, it's not like he's a menace either mm-hmm. as like how he's portrayed by uh, uh, J.K. Simmons, like how J.K. Simmons says that he is in the in the Maguire films. Uh yeah. So yeah, that's just that's just my favorite.
1: My favorite scene was when he is at ho- he's at home and he creates or actually no, I think he creates it in the lab. He creates his web shooter. So he decides to go in his backyard and test it. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about this scene. And so there's like there's like a willow tree. Then again, we were talking about how honest and genuine and grounded the Spider Man is. This, is, but this legit. is a college
0: grad doing this. But
1: seriously, though, you're in the '70s, and man, you just got powers. So I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna test him out. And so <laughs> he gets his web shooter built in the lab. He takes it home. He goes in his backyard. And there is like this willow tree or some type some type of tree. It's a very and, skinny
0: tree. It's not a willow tree. It's a very okay, skinny well, tree. Okay, well, it's a skimpy tree then. Yes.
1: And so we shoot our web and it wraps itself around the branch. And then we're going to zoom in on Peter Parker. It's going to cut to Peter Parker and he's holding the 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 web in his hand, which is an obvious rope as a prop, and so he's tugging on it to test it, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I can." And the whole time, there's no dialogue. It's just bum 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 bum, and we're getting just like the just this is Spider Man, and he's just testing all these things. He's doing his cool guy. He's he pulls on it, he tests it, and then he. (laughs) <laughs> literally swings from the street and the tree starts to bend over from his weight from the prop rope uh, or the the, the, the b-
0: rope the, <laughs> <okay. laughs> the rope
1: from the the prop rope thank you and <laughs> and he just swings from it and his butt like barely misses the ground because <laughs> the tree bends over and then he kind of like Pushes off into the or he swings off into the bushes nearby, and I think that you said we were laughing so hard, and you were like, I actually did this when I was a kid. Or you would take a rope, yes. and tie it to a tree, and you'd try to swing from it.
0: You would take like we would take <coughs> uh, we would take twine string, okay, because I grew up on a farm and we had a whole bunch of hay bales, so throughout the summer. You would cut the hay, you know, cut the strings around mm-hmm. the hay bale to feed that to the animals. Well, then we we would take the tie
1: them all the together. twine
0: string and we tie them all together. Yeah, and it eventually would make just this one really long rope. And then we would we would toss it around a uh, a tree branch, and then and then we would try to swing like like. <laughs> george the jungle tarzan or you know or spider-man and we would just burn the crap out of our hands or we would fall on our butts yeah it never ended well Mm -hmm. it never ended well and yeah it's so i'm just like this is a guy who is apparently can like climb up walls and shoot webs but the first thing he thinks is i'm going to choose the skinniest tree in my backyard (laughs) And I'm going to try and swing from that. Absolutely. A full-grown man tried it. Yeah.
1: It was a wonderful experience watching.
0: Uh, thank you for fantastic. reminding me of that, because I forgot about that. All right, so what about the worst uh, scene? I I think it's uh, when Spidey's investigating by climbing buildings and looking into the windows of people's homes. Yes,
1: we just get so much butt. We just get so, it's so much It's also just booty.
0: really boring.
1: It is. It's boring and it's creepy, and I think that's kind of when I started to doze off. But for me, the the absolute worst was that green screen when he was crawling around the house.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean,
1: it was. Oh, it was. It was. It was painful, painful to watch. So for me, that was that was the worst. That was most. It
0: was shot like a dream sequence. What is? But it was sequence? like it was shot as if he was dreaming that he did it. Like ah, there was a haze. Yeah, there was like a haze, but he wasn't dreaming. You know, he was <laughs> like, serious. He was he serious. Was all over he that did house. it. Yeah. Uh so what is the best surprise for you about this about this film?
1: The best surprise <laughs> how wonderful and sarcastic and over the top the uh, police officer, the investigator was. I can't mm. remember what you said his Captain name. Captain Barbera. Was. Yes, Captain Barbosa, he was my favorite. <laughs> and so I think that yeah, I think he was the best surprise because honestly, his character, just with how kinda like campy he was, really it kept the audience engaged and intrigued. Otherwise it would have just kind of played out as like a your typical a typical movie from that time period, and so he was just he kind of kept everything on edge, yeah. Kind of kept you, kind of kept you anticipating because you he was so kind of like rough around the edges and sarcastic and kind of in your face with his huge cigar and everything, and uh, very accusatory of I like, Peter Parker. I like and- how
0: his way of running an investigation is publicly at like asking people in public what they were doing at the time of Mm -hmm. like this crime and like he there is no privacy at all he just straight up goes he'll like walk up to you in the middle of the of the street accuse you of something and then Mm -hmm. say what were you doing at this time and why why was it you that committed this crime and it yeah it's just it's just outrageous it's Mm -hmm. like how are you how are you a captain? Yes. But, yeah, that was
1: my best surprise because like immediately when our first interaction with him, like I could feel like my eyebrows go up and I was like, whoa, like this is a handful of a character. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he's not afraid to embarrass you. He's not afraid to harass you. He's very, mm-hmm. um, he's very gruff type of character. So for me, that was the best surprise because it added more flavor to the movie um, with everything else at that time, at that time period. So.
0: Gotcha. Um, the best surprise for me was this was very intriguing. <laughs> um, I I think that's all that I really have to say about about it. Um, I wasn't sure. I didn't. I was. I honestly was like, I don't think that I'm I'm going to in, to enjoy this. I enjoyed this more than I enjoyed The Amazing Spider Man 2012, um, which doesn't say much because that movie does not leave much for you. To be enjoyed, mm-hmm. um, but but yeah, I would I would put this okay. So if I would rate my Spider-Man films, pending No Way Home, okay, <laughs> and not including the Venom movies, mm-hmm. um, then I would rate it Spider-Man Two um, as first number two being the Amazing Spider-Man Two. And three being Spider-Man, four being uh, probably far from home. And then this film. So this film would be my fifth rated and then Homecoming. Homecoming and then the Amazing Spider-Man, probably. So uh, so, yeah. Anyways, um, Felicia. Uh, thank you for being a guest on the show in the absence of uh Danny, as he's trying to get an Inhumans reboot started back up again. So,
1: yeah, well, thanks for having me, and um, I hope, I hope Danny had a wonderful time on vacation without me. So, yeah, I'm sure he did.
0: I- I'm sure he That's did. All right. I'm sure. I'm sure that he had uh, plenty good of lobster rosetta or next week uh danny will be back for our coverage of spider-man no way home uh so make sure that you are ready for that episode we are actually planning on putting that out on christmas day so uh very very excited and and of course if you can go ahead and see spider-man no way home um i wish everybody just wish we'd, you'd all have a blast, um, and I've heard nothing but good things. Spoiler free, heard nothing but good things, and that it basically we aren't like the person that talked about this was uh, Warren from the Cosmic Wonder, but he said that quote, my expectations were not high enough. Oh, end quote. So wow, okay, yeah, yeah, we're, I'm, uh... I'm, I'm ready to be blown away. Yeah, um, so, yeah. Thanks for listening to this bonus episode of Why Is with Ty and Dan. We can be found on various podcasting platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, and on our website why is with You can also contact contact us by email at why is with at gmail.com. Or you can follow us on Twitter at why is with and one. I'll catch you in the next one.
1: Bye. Music